0: at loneliness. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big changes. Yes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big changes where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at uh, the science and the 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 truth about loneliness. This is one of those topics that I think, especially here in the United States, we tend to dismiss as important or relevant. Uh, We look at our own lives, we look at uh, the, the lives of the people that we love, and we think that loneliness isn't really a problem. And even if it were, well, that's just a feeling, right? That's just an emotion, right? Like, just get over it. It's not that big of a deal. But the truth is, loneliness is one of the most dangerous uh, emotions and feelings that people can fall into. And it does lead to Very major issues that we're going to be discussing in this episode. So what I want to do today is just shed some light on loneliness and what it might mean in your own life. And I want to share some advice on how to deal with loneliness, how to avoid loneliness if you're someone who's suffering from it or if you're someone who might suffer from it. In the future. So, this should be a super good one. Now, before we jump into the episode, let's look at today's sponsor. It's hard to find the time to sit down to read and learn more. And when you don't have free time, you can't read or work on personal development. Well, there's an incredible app for that, and it solves that problem with ease. I highly recommend it. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique, and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information, from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. Successful people like business leaders are well known for reading a lot of books, and Blinkist is made for busy people like you who want to get the main points of a book quickly so you can start using that information right away. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, on your lunch break, or while you exercise. Just 15 minutes. 12 million people are using Blinkist right now, and it has a massive and growing library from self-help, business health, to history books. It has the latest titles from bestsellers lists, as well as the classic nonfiction titles you always meant to read but never had the time to. One of the books I've been meaning to read for a while is Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. It's one of those books that I hear about constantly, but I just haven't had a chance to pick up yet. Thankfully, with Blinkist, I can go through it in 15 minutes and then decide, do I want to pick up the full book or not? Either way, I get the information and I can walk away knowing what that book is about and using its insights to improve my life. With Blinkist, you can get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. And right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for Tiny Leaps listeners. Go to Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to try it free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash tiny leaps to start your free seven day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at blinkist.com slash tiny leaps. So, the first thing we need to do here is look at the actual definition of the term loneliness. And I have that here as quote, feeling sad and unhappy about being socially isolated. I'm going to repeat that feeling sad and unhappy about being socially isolated. Now, this is a feeling that I think many of us have experienced in our lives to different degrees, but there is an important distinction to be made even just from that definition, right? The definition is feeling sad or unhappy about being socially isolated. That feeling sad or unhappy piece is the distinction because there is a difference between being lonely And being alone. There are two totally different things. One can be alone but not feel lonely, and one can be surrounded by people but feeling lonely. So that is an important distinction that we need to recognize, because just because you have a thriving social circle, just because you are surrounded by people constantly, does not mean you cannot feel lonely, does not mean you cannot feel, as the definition states, socially isolated. There is a distinction. So we want to make that clear from the get-go. But again, the definition of loneliness is feeling sad or unhappy about being socially Isolated. And that also implies that you can be socially isolated, but not feel sad or unhappy about it. Now, eventually, those feelings might come, but maybe in the beginning, you don't feel that way. Maybe in the beginning, it's fun. Maybe in the beginning, it's exciting to be separated from people. So, there's some interesting nuances to loneliness that need to be looked at. But that is one that I want to make sure is crystal clear. Loneliness is uh, the feeling of being sad or unhappy about isolation. It's not so much about the isolation itself. It's about how that makes you feel. And that's part of the dangers of loneliness is that it is a feeling. It is an emotion. And that emotion and that feeling can strike at any time. Whether you're in a crowd or you're by yourself, it can be an issue regardless of your situation. And according to the health insurer Cigna, And I'm going to be reading a quote from an article I have linked up in the description of this episode, so I recommend that you check that out. But according to a health insurer, Cigna, quote, Health insurer Cigna took a nationwide survey of 20,000 adults and found that 54% of respondents said they feel like no one actually knows them well. Additionally, 56% of people said the people they surround themselves around are not necessarily with them. And approximately 40% said they lack companionship, their relationships aren't meaningful, and that they feel isolated from others. So, what this tells us, what this survey tells us, is that more people than we realize deal with loneliness and feel lonely in their day-to-day life. Now, maybe they aren't sitting and thinking about it in those terms. Maybe they aren't recognizing that loneliness is the issue that they have. Maybe they just feel sad and depressed and they don't know why. Maybe they're struggling through it and have no idea what's going on. Maybe they have no one in their lives that they can talk to. Or maybe they have people in their lives, but they don't feel they can talk to them. Again, 56% of people felt that the people they surround themselves are not necessarily with them. So this is a much bigger issue than I think most of us realize. Loneliness is one of those things that because it is an emotion, because it is a feeling, and because it is largely dismissed in our day-to-day lives, it can be... An, an issue that we suffer in silence through, that we deal with without ever speaking to anybody. Because the entire point of loneliness is that we feel disconnected from people. So if we feel disconnected, we're not going to share that with people. That, that's not the step that we take. And therefore, it makes it significantly harder to reconnect, to recognize the value of the people that are around you and how much they care about you, to recognize your value in their eyes. Because if we can't connect with others in any way, it becomes really, really difficult to break out of the patterns that our own mind is building for us. And it doesn't stop there. Loneliness has some major, major effects on our body and on our mind over time. While it might in the beginning just feel like, oh, I'm just depressed. I'm just a little sad. I just don't feel connected to people. While it might feel like maybe that's not a big deal. Maybe you just get over it pull yourselves up by the bootstraps and make it happen, right? That's sort of the culture that, at least in the United States, we sort of subscribe to, right? This idea of rugged individualism. But when you are struggling through this, especially dealing with it with no one that you can speak to, there can be some major side effects. And some of those include heart problems, depression, increased stress, decreased memory, and a higher risk of drug abuse. So, loneliness is more than just an internal problem. It's more than just, quite frankly, an individual problem. It is a problem that affects all of us. If a large percentage of people are suffering each day through loneliness, that also means a large percentage of people are. Like, more likely than others to deal with these symptoms, to deal with these side effects. Over time, that increases the load that our healthcare system needs to, to tackle, that increases the number of suicides, that increases the number of people going through drug issues, that decreases the overall quality, quote-unquote, of our society. And that hurts everybody. So even if you are not struggling with loneliness yourself... Finding someone who is and helping them in whatever way you can is good for you as well. It can be, if it needs to be for you, a selfish act as well as a selfless act. So here are some ways that if you are struggling with loneliness or if you know someone who is, you might be able to help. The first thing, and this is for you if you are struggling with it, is to notice, address, and try to alter your negative thought traps. Now, a thought trap is, uh, it's my term for it. I don't know the actual term, but it's what I I sort of call those moments where you find yourself going down a path in, in your thinking, in your mind, that you know the second you step down there, you'll never get back up. Now, I experience this all the time in my own life when I'm dealing with loneliness or depression or anxiety or whatever it might be. I notice myself going down a specific pattern, a pattern that I've seen the result of in the past. I've seen how this plays out and I can feel it happening. And the only way I stop myself is if I notice it and I stop myself. That is truly what it comes down to, is seeing that this pattern is playing out and choosing a different path. Now, that's not easy to do. I will never, ever sit here and tell you that that's an easy thing to accomplish. It's not. It's very, very challenging. It's challenging even just to notice that it's happening before you're there. The way you get there is to have it happen over and over and over again and keep trying every single time to notice it. Eventually, you'll notice it earlier and... Even then, you may not be able to stop it from happening, and that's going to be the most frustrating part, is that you see it happening. You see what is going to happen as a result of going down this pattern, but you can't do anything about it. But what you do in that scenario is you try again the next time and the next time and the next time and the next time. And And eventually you learn how to notice it early as well as how to derail it and how to go in a different direction. And then after that, you'll still fail. But that is the struggle. That is the fight with our own minds that we must go through every single day. And when you're dealing with loneliness, you may not feel like doing any of those things. But that that is one of the only ways out of it. So that's the first piece of advice is to start noticing, addressing, and altering that thought trap. The second thing I'd recommend is to connect with others, even in small ways. You may not you don't have to be an extrovert to get out of loneliness. You don't have to go out into the the middle of the town square and start a dance party. Like That's not a thing that you have to do to deal with this. You can connect with people in very small ways. You can support somebody in a very small way. The goal is, one, to recognize that other people still exist and that other people are still there and that you are not alone in this world. But number two... You want to get out of your own head and stop thinking about yourself so much. And I don't mean that in any sort of negative way. I mean that when your focus is placed on you, which often happens when you are going through anxiety or depression, you're focused on yourself and how that relates back to everything that is going on, or at least your perception of everything that is going on. But when you are in that place where you are focused on you, and your role in things, it's very difficult to change the narrative. The narrative has been written, and you're following the script. But when you change that focus to someone else, that could be your kid, it could be your partner, it could be your your parent, it could be your uh, extended family, it could be a random person. But when your focus switches to someone else, and you start thinking about them and their needs and their place in the world, It helps you connect to another person. It helps you reconnect your own mind and the way that you are thinking about things to someone else and the larger population. And that can be enough to shift you away from those feelings of loneliness, at least for a brief time. And then the last thing that I want to suggest goes back to the beginning of this episode where we highlighted that description. Uh, distinction between loneliness and being alone. Again, loneliness is defined as feeling sad or unhappy about being socially isolated. If you are isolated and you don't feel sad or unhappy about it, that is not loneliness, that is being alone. If you are uh, in the middle of a group but you don't feel connected to them, you don't feel like you're in the right place, you don't feel you feel like the outcast. That is loneliness, even though you're, you're theoretically not isolated. If, if you feel sad or unhappy about being socially isolated, isolation does not uh, specifically mean the physical. It can also mean the emotional. It can mean the mental. But if you're feeling sad or unhappy about being socially isolated, then you are dealing with loneliness. And I think it's important that we recognize the distinction between loneliness and being alone and stop confusing those two things. Because often people who are going through loneliness look at every instance of being alone as additional proof of that loneliness, even if that instance of being alone is not exactly the same. And often people who are denying loneliness, denying that they feel that way, Look at every instance of being surrounded by people and use it as proof as, see, look, I'm not alone. I'm not isolated. But they're still feeling separate. They're still feeling upset. I think it's important that we get clear what we mean about these things and, and what those things mean to us. Because otherwise, we can't solve the actual root issue. And without solving that root issue, we end up right back where we started. So for those of you who are dealing with loneliness, dealing with isolation right now, dealing with uh, being separated from the people you care and love about, for those of you who just feel alone, maybe you don't feel like you're dealing with loneliness, but you're just alone and that's fine with you, but maybe you'd like to connect with some people. I would love to connect with you um, and and I'd love to have you join us in a a new accountability group that I've started called Leap Space. If you want more information on that, reach out to me on Instagram at Greg Clunas or at Tiny Leaps, uh, or reach out to me on Twitter at Greg Clunas uh, or wherever you can reach out to me. I'd love to connect with you directly, and I'd love to tell you about the community we're building to help uh, you improve the quality of your life, to help you set and accomplish your biggest goals, and to help all of us deal with loneliness thank you so much for tuning in i've been greg clunas be sure to click subscribe wherever you are listening or watching today i love your face thank you and remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day